Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Then meet me in the Leaders' Lounge. Let's go. Wonderful. Can you hear me? I can hear you very wonderful, well. Wonderful, yes, wonderful. Yes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm elated to be with you on today. Well, you know what? It's, it's, it's a it's a joy to be here. It's truly it, a joy. Thank you. And it's a joy to have you here. Yes, it's so good. Uh, always great conversation. I'm ready for another one. Um so and and when we decided to talk about the upcoming topic. Uh, right. It was it was born out of you not even realizing you had spoken life into me. And so this is where, uh, yeah, this is where we want to head today because I think it's an important topic. I was even at a school board meeting last night and the energy uh, that was felt by some of the parents was just, it was a little little saddening, you know, um, and I'm not sure that they heard everything that they wanted to hear. Um, and then when you think about um, teachers, and we're going to talk in depth about where we're, where we're heading here, but but just in general, I said to you after, for those people who don't know, you know, there were, um, there was a school shooting here in Nashville and, and six people were, um, were were slain and the the person who did the slaying was slain as well. So the, the city and perhaps the country was kind of taken off um, off the rails there a little bit. And so I was talking to Pastor Hill and I said, Pastor Hill, <laughs> I'm not well. I don't remember what I said verbatim, but essentially I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this right now. I'm 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 down. And instead of you trying to just move me out of that space you allowed me um, the moment and you said, no, lean into that, lean into that and, and, and receive it for everything that it is. So first, thank you for that um, because you, you did allow that. So we're going to talk about that. And from that was born this idea that we need to talk about leading when wounded, because I think sometimes people um, who are in leadership think that we always have to have this face of, Hey, everything's great when when people around are looking like everything's falling down, but you're not recognizing that. <laughs> right. So here we are. So Pastor Hill, um, and and for people who don't know, Doctor Hill is also a mental health expert, and so that's why I also thought that he was great to have uh, for this conversation on leading while wounded. And yes, <laughs> so Pastor Hill, first. Um, Again, thank you for being here. And I, I want to start with the question, why you think it's important for leaders and people to lean into 
whatever they're feeling in the moment. And in particularly in moments of um, anguish or um, being upset. Let me say this. First of all, I'm glad to be on the leadership leaders lounge. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love you with everything. And she is a Howard University alum. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. We got to add the true HU. True <laughs> HU. Listen, we got to be a nice nation. Yes. Uh, let me say this. Let me say this. And because you are, are athletic or you, you, you're very aerobic. Yes. You, you, you feel all the time. Yes. During, after, before workouts, and every emotion that you feel, you validate. Right. So why wouldn't you feel any emotion, mm. even what has happened? Why not validate that emotion? Mm. Because I need to learn how to validate that emotion in order to to know what to do or not to do next. That's important. Wow. Because if we don't. Yeah, just just keep it in the workout arena. Validate, right. Then we don't know how to adjust. We don't know how to move forward. Do we need to pick up more or pick up less? Because both you and I were saying that day, we just had to kind of take a moment and and go back. We had to retract from all of the things that were going on so that we could um, regenerate ourselves. And just like to your point, uh, when we work out, our muscles have to... Uh, recover. And so that was something that I think um, what happened mm. Monday was something that definitely uh, challenged our amygdala muscles <laughs> and challenged our, right? And ch- right. So yes. Yes. Yeah, so we validate our emotions everywhere. Yes. Like I do. said, because you, of how you and I met like today, I was on the elliptical and, you know, I told you I'm up to like level 10 and like, oh, I'm going to get up to like level 20 okay, at the end of the summer. Yes. And it was like, today I really wasn't feeling what I felt yesterday. Right. But I went, I still did what I did. Yes. And the step count was different on from yesterday today, but I had experienced some things on yesterday that I didn't experience on Wednesday. So I'm going, I validated, I validated those feelings. Mm-hmm. Those feelings are valid. Those feelings are real. I learned from a, an old guru. He said, your, um, your, your emotions are eternal. Right. Yeah. So you need to learn how to validate them now in time so that when you get to eternity, you won't be all over the place with your emotions. So right. now I know to validate every emotion, good, bad, and different like you said, when I'm stretching, oh, I can't stretch anymore because that's what I'm about to pull something. Right, right. Oftentimes, what oftentimes our muscles tell us to stop when our soul doesn't. That's true. Yeah. And that's where we really just get, I use my grandmother's words, bent all out of shape. Right. Because where my muscle says, you're not going any further without injury. Sometimes I don't have that same emotional intelligence with my soul. Right. Yes. That's when I find myself hurting me while trying to help others. Exactly. And hurting me while I'm trying to help me understand my own leadership roles and responsibilities. So like I told you on Monday, validate that emotion. And I got that from one of my therapists. She says, always validate your emotions. Those emotions are real. Yes. You need to validate those emotions. So Right. 
Um, do you think that we come? Yeah, no, I was going to ask, do you think that sometimes we resist the natural propensity to validate those emotions because we are taught to say, oh, it's okay. Oh, everything's fine. Oh, you'll be all right. And I even talk about that in terms of, you know, we're not going there today totally, but the, you know, the male female relationships where sometimes men don't necessarily validate how they're feeling. And so it's hard to have real conversations on how to move forward because everybody's, I'm going to say, in Facebook mode, smiling on the outside, but hurting on the inside. Well, I don't have to think because you answered the question. <laughs> I love what you said. Even if, I love what you said and how you even answered it. So, uh, but I think, I think a lot of uh, what we, how we validate our emotions does have an origin in the way we were raised. Yes. Uh, some of the environment, some of the situational things that we had to grow up in and endure. So therefore, uh, validating emotions can come across some, as weak, uh, as inferior. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to get in trouble and use uh, politically incorrect terms. So let me pause right there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's just use that. Those two terms, weak and inferior. And for, for months and years, I thought what you said. And I'm learning now. As I, I guess I'm a middle, am I a middle-aged man? <laughs> you are, I am, so I guess. <laughs> no, no. I call oh. us seasoned. We're seasoned. Okay. As a, um, seasoned. Can I say a millennial of the, a millennial of the 90s? Yes. Okay. That's what I say. I'm a millennial of the 90s. Okay. Yeah. We, we've not, we've not, and this is where you, you play a big role. We've not understood emotional intelligence. Right. That's why EI is so important now as it relates to leaders shifting and leaders lounging and leaders discerning. You said something earlier, feeling the energy um, and how we speak life into people and dire situations. And sometimes it's not even about speaking. It's about, like we said earlier, about being present. Right. Some listen. No, I'm, I'm just, I just said all I had to say this. Sometimes I'm not present enough though for my own emotions. Okay. Don said okay. Okay. Um, you know, right. when you talk, I have to process. I have to. I am not present enough for my own emotion. Mm -mm. To validate it. I, I run and hide. I, Is that because I run, of exactly right? Mm -hmm. I run from the present. Okay, right. this is, and then I know we're about to take a commercial break, and you know we're not. I'm not uh, becoming very dogmatic spiritually, but the the Hebrew Bible in which you and I believe in, yes, Adam Adam was absent yeah. when he needed to be present. Mm. When when his Creator showed up, his Father asked him, "Where are you?" He said, "I hid myself." Mm. So anytime there's an emotion that usually is negative. For the first people on earth that we have a documented story, that first negative emotion that he felt, he 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 became absent. Okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we have situations that have occurred in our life, we don't show up. Right. We physically there, but you know what I'm saying? We just don't exactly. show up. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's oh, true. 
as a leader, and I know you're ready to take a commercial break because it's 12 minutes in. <laughs> as a leader, I find myself sometimes not showing up because yes. of my emotional intelligence. Right. Yes. And so let's talk for a minute about, um, and you said a commercial break. So oh, are we breaking to, are we breaking to, this show is brought to you by, this show is brought to you by Ephesian Primitive Baptist Church. <laughs> 22nd Avenue, North Nashville, Tennessee, 3720. This show is brought to you by Walker's Cafe and Grill, 109 UN Drive from 12 to 5. But this show is brought to you by the World Class Training. Yes, yes. Worldclasstraining.net for all Thank of you. your leadership and professional development needs. And of course, we also have to mention that we have uh, a new book out. We're uh, unpacking Agape, the seven languages of intentional leadership. It is, yes, Pastor Hill has his copy right there. Fantastic, yes. So everything that you need to um, to demonstrate the behaviors of servant leadership, agape leadership, leading with love are found in that book. So yes, thank you so much for that promo. We, we, we appreciate that. Last but not least, this show is brought to you by Dance It Off Shy. Dance It Off Shy, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And Capri Cares, where you can find Pastor Hill Monday through Friday on Facebook, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it is. So, and we, you know, we're already 13 minutes in. This is, we will be doing a part two, but I wanted to take now, we talked about validation of our feelings. We're leading while wounded. So we're thinking about, this is how I'm, I'm dealing with what's, happened in my life or in the world and I have to now put on um, the leadership persona so that I can um, guide others. Talk to me about what you think are good strategies for once we get present, how to honor our emotions and, and get to the next place where we're able to serve others. So what are some strategies that you think we should implement um, so that we can lead while we are wounded? Well, emotionally, making sure that you are a person of integrity. And I'm not saying that's uh, sinless or faultless. Yeah. But just understanding your emotional development. Right. Uh-huh. I don't have the book in front of me, but uh, the emotional healthy church, the emotional healthy leader, uh, some books that one is one of the strategies. Let me just say this: learning, right. learning is a strategy. Yeah. Never stop learning as a leader. Right. If you're going to lead people, you're going to have to always have to be learning. Right. And uh, if you find yourself leading people and you stop growing, whatever you're in stops growing. Right. You stunt its growth. Let me say it best as well. You stunt its growth when you stop growing. Right. So one of the things that I've done mm. and do is every year I have a personal growth plan. And I'm very intentional about my personal growth plan and what I want to do. And I really secondarily, I think about growing the organization. Primarily, I want to grow me. Mm-hmm. So my strategy is to grow me. And then it, within that, you know, we'll use John Maxwell. Uh, he talks about uh, ethical uh, 
relational and successful. You know, a lot of people focus on the success. I want the success. I want the success. I want my business to be a success. But your ethics got to be in place. Mm-hmm. And if your ethics have to be in place, then you have to have relationships. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you build upon that. So you have to understand your own building blocks. Right. For um, some of the strategies. One of my some of, one of my strategies. Can I leak? I give out the secret. One of my strategies is world class training institute. That's one of my strategies. You know, if you really want to be a good leader, you got to surround yourself with great people and great leaders who think right. leadership and eat leadership. Yes. So one of my strategies is agape. Now, yes. yes. One of my strategies, I think it. What will Barack do? I think that was a book written as well. So, yes. you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you asked for some strategies. Yeah. So let me talk about what I have done, some of the leadership things that, I, that I'm that i disciplined about doing. And you know me. I'm, you know, we're still joking. But, you know, I'm all about learning. Yeah. A leader who fails to learn is a leader who yields his or her influence to every distractor that he or she can't even imagine. Okay. You said, okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, when, you, when you stop learning, right. there's distractors and deterrents that so you don't even think can come in. Yeah. So some stuff you don't even think about any, you weren't even thinking about that. Right. So now that I'm, now that I'm learning less, I'm leaning more on me mm-hmm. and not yielding to the influence of God and the positive energy that comes with the territory. Right. And so what I hear you say is that we need to build our arsenal. And it's back to, I guess, not to totally quote the Bible the whole time, but it's it's the armor that we have to have. Because mm-hmm. then when we're hit with situations and circumstances that come in to wound us, we have within us an arsenal that helps us to move through that. We can validate it, but we say, hey, I can tap into, I know all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And we're not here to preach today because I'm not a preacher, but we have principles that are instilled in us that we that can help us as mm-hmm. we're getting to that next place. It's kind of like when we're scabbed, right? We, we may have uh, a scab on our, our skin, but within us are certain um, mechanisms that the creator has put that's going to heal that if we continue to let it breathe. Because they even say, don't, don't put a Band-Aid on it right away. Sometimes you got to let it breathe, right? And just pause right there on the illustration. There comes a point in the season in your leadership where it's ugly and scabby. Yes. Yes. And you just have to be emotional. Listen to you. You have to just be, as as old folks say, tough skinned enough or broad shoulder enough to know that this is the scabby and the ugly part of leadership that I have yes. to deal with. Yes. And there, what, what seemingly is presented yes. on the surface. Yes. There's something else that's still present beneath the surface. Oh. Yay and amen. Yes, exactly. That's it. Because 
you as followers just see the scab and the scars. Right. But I I know what you see, but as a leader, I know what I feel. Yes. Right. And I don't like looking at what I see. Right. But I know I know I'm healing from a place that you can't see. Exactly. The healing is still taking place. Exactly. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. It doesn't look good. And healing, sometimes healing doesn't look good. No, and it doesn't. Are, are you emotionally ready for the scabs, the right. scabby season? Right. Oh, I like that. The scabby I think, season. I think that goes into uh, building the chocolate cake. I think the German chocolate cake. <laughs> I think that's another chapter. <laughs> that's another chapter. He just, you just helped me. Yeah, we, we added another chapter to that because you're okay. absolutely right. Yeah, you 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 got to understand that, Don. Like people don't understand, you know. Even Jesus had a scabby season. Yes, right. Like it's okay as a leader to have a scabby season. I told you I was going to pull a quote from uh, Rudy Giuliani's book, Leadership. Mm-hmm. Leadership. Uh, I'm sorry, I did not have a chance. Busy, but let's re- let's remember. Let's go back before the Twin Towers fell. We didn't really think that much of Rudy Giuliani. Right, true. He just, he just, but then when the when the tragedy happened, right, yeah. And I'm grateful for his leadership, yeah. Before, during, and after. Let me say yeah. that publicly. Right. But you right. know, public opinion, people was painting uh, Rudy Giuliani, this, that, and the other, whatever. Right. But but he was present. He was present, right? At ground Z, right? He was present at ground zero, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we will have ground zero moments. David was present at ground zero. Don had to show up for world class at ground zero. At ground zero. Don had to show up at world at ground for dance it off shy. That's right. At ground zero. When nobody else was showing up at ground zero, guess who was there? Ground zero. That's right. Yeah, that's true. And as a leader, you talked about, you know, leading while wounded. You just got to be present. At ground zero. And if you can, the sooner and better we figure it out that ground zero ain't a death place, but it's a place of determination. Right. It's not a debilitating place. It's a place of development. Right. It's not a, it can be a sorrowful place, but it's a place of strategy. Uh, It can be a troubling place, but it's a place of trajectory. Right. But you have to be emotionally intelligent. And guess what? You're probably going to need some world-class training to help you with all of that. Well, and I I thank you for saying that. I do. I always, I thank you. And you may need to stop by an Ephesian Primitive Baptist because it's a combo. It's In my life, it's definitely a combination. And you know, I've talked about it, that I don't start many days, if any without tapping into that higher power, because that is part of the arsenal that I have to carry with me as I'm able to lead myself and lead others, you know, and it is, it is knowing from that emotional intelligence part, I did have to be self-aware on that Monday when I sat there and I watched the news, I said, I know I'm supposed to work, but I can't right now. I have to engage. And as leaders, because sometimes When people say, you know, this person just snapped on me. Well, oftentimes that snap comes from a place where somebody is feeling something internally. They have not been aware enough of what's going on with them 
to properly regulate their behavior. And so as they are then regulating others, it comes off in a negative sense. So it is a part of that cycle of being more highly um, increasing your emotional quotient because the higher your emotional quotient is, the better you're able to manage those situations by first, again, tapping into yourself and then handling everything that's around you. That's why you got the answers, coach. If you don't have the answers, you have the resolve. And that's why I love listening to you <laughs> and what you do and what you have provided for uh, me and everything that I touch, you know, because we strategically think, we strategically plan, yes. we grow each other intellectually, we grow each other emotionally, yes. we grow each other in er the areas of leadership. So when you ask some of those questions and leaders have to ask the hard questions and leaders, le what makes leadership unique is so many dynamics. But one of the things that makes leadership unique is this, you step up to answer the hard question first. Right. That's true. That's true. Remember when we was in school and we were really dating ourselves. When I was in school and when you was in school, you literally had to go to the chalkboard and do that multiplication table, you know, in front of that division probably in front of the whole class. And it was like, oh, my God, nobody got up and did the teacher called on you. You was like, no, like, no. <laughs> but see, that that's leadership. Yeah. Right. Leadership is taking the step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though you might not have the answer. Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I'm even, as you were talking about that, it got me to thinking about that shift to now as you're leading others. And, and so there are going to be people who may come to you and say, you know, pastor, I'm nervous. Pastor, I'm, I'm not feeling, you know, good about not only what happened on Monday, but just any anything in life, you know. And so as a leader, I think, and you tell me, but I believe, because you, you did it to me, those same principles that we just talked about, we mm -hmm. have to enact as we're working with others. So if somebody comes to you, it's important for you to validate what they're feeling. Yes. Of course. And that's what I do often, especially in counseling now, certified Christian counselor. Um, I listen. Yes. And I want that person in that moment to validate that feeling. Now, even if it's anger. Right. Right. I need you to, I need you to not ignore it. Right. And I need you to not ignore it to the place that you're going to react Right. From it or for it because you ignored it. Yep. That's I need you to, I need you to, you know, validate. So I learned that was those techniques through once again a therapist. Mm -hmm. uh, and always brushing up on those skills and techniques and listening so that I can understand what do I need to do to help navigate this individual and myself to a place where we, they, us, the team can understand. Okay, we're going to be still, we're going to shift, we're going to pivot, we're going to move, we're going to take a loss. Oh, and it's okay. Right. We're going to take a loss. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, but what you said, it got me to thinking. Right. Even if we take a loss, even if we have to shift, shift yep. even if we have to pivot, yep. even if we have to move, even if yep. we have to backtrack, 
it has me thinking. What I don't ever want to do as a leader is to stop thinking. That's right. Exactly. Is there a timetable or uh, on moving through woundedness? Mm hmm. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on. I'm going to be uh, physical first. OK. E even physical therapists move you through your healing process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I was a, when I was 15 and had my uh, car accident, which left me really bad, bruised badly and broken and everything. Um, I had a collapsed lung and, you know, they give you that little tube to breathe mm -hmm. in and to raise the thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know what I thought I could do, mm -hmm. but when I grabbed the gadget and it was, <gasps> I saw what I was in, unable to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I had to go through a series of events and breathing exercises to get me strong, get my lungs healthy again. Right. Uh, the same thing you have to do with your body. You know, you're, you're a fitness guru. Mm -hmm. um, with your soul, you need to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that, eth and that's an ethical thing. Mm -hmm. You need to have some boundaries in place so that you can see progress and right. not re-injure yourself. I'll right. use one of the Southern words that our grandmamas used to use, baby. You don't want no setback. No, exactly. <laughs> that's what they, that's what they used to say, right. baby. You don't want no setback. Yes, yes. So, so, as a leader, as a leader coach that you are, you help us get through some of those series of activities that we need to do and put these markers or barriers or benchmarks in place. Okay, when we get here, and if we don't even get there, at least you're moving toward it. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. You're moving toward your healing. You're moving toward. Uh, it, let me pause. Let me say this: even expressing the way you feel your pain. Right. That, that's a major breakthrough. Yep, that's true. Because I could, I could lash out at you every day because mm -hmm. I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. Okay, I you know I'm hurting. I know you're hurting, etc. But I need to get to a place where I can communicate that correctly. Right. So I don't disrupt or injure the relationship that you and I have, and you're possibly my leadership caretaker. Exactly. Yep. That's so true. Yeah, I, I believe in benchmarks. I believe in uh, setting boundaries. I believe in right. timetables. I believe in that. Right. And I'll use the, the old Hebrew Bible. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's true. Yeah. There's a timetable. Shall renew. Right. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yep. It's a timetable, and it's different for everybody to pay depending upon the the wound. Yep. How we bandage it, how we dress it, how much air it gets. You know that process mm -hmm. is different, and it looks different. Right. Yes. There's so many things, Don, Coach, Lady, Lady, Coach. I mean, it's so many things that we we are now discovering. If you will allow me to say that. Yes, I agree. We are that, I, that I'm learning not to be so. Dictatorial and totalitarian. Uh -huh, absolutely. Or? Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we have to. Yeah. We have to. Um, uh, and we're at the 31 minutes. I'm we're not gonna we're, we're gonna wrap, but I think this 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 I told you. I told you. I know. Listen, <laughs> I told this is a part one because I as you were this. talking, the other thing that came to my mind was um you and I, we're talking through, yes, you have to have this process to move through. There are going to be some people who are challenged and they, they it's like a bump. 
and they, it's hard to get them over to that other side, right? Um, it's hard to get that full healing. They, they, they. I don't, I don't want to say they'd rather walk around with the scab, but they, it's hard for them to to see that place where they can get to the other side of the the woundedness. And I think mm -hmm. that we need to have a little more discussion on how to help people to do that. Um, but I wanted to wrap today with, with talking about and, and providing people with these kind of three things that I heard you say, and I hope I get this right. The first thing is that we have to make sure that we, we validate for ourselves, validate what we're feeling. We also acknowledge and, and validate in others. And then we, in some cases, I'm going to say on both sides, we have to allow that breathing space for processing. And then we have to walk through a process that may look different depending on what the, what the injury is, but we have to walk through that process of um, emotional healing by understanding ourselves and regulating ourselves so that we can then be better for others. Love it. If that's what I said, I agree. I second <laughs> it. I'm just saying, I mean, if that's what I said. I don't know y'all if that's what I said. No. I mean, you know. It's... That's what I heard. <laughs> okay. That's what you heard. I don't know if that's, that's what I said. And, it, and, in the, and in the words of Green, uh, Alan Greenspan, I know you think you understand. <laughs> That's what I said, but I'm not sure that what you heard is what I meant. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, my goodness. You okay? You good okay? But in Listen. this case, I hope that is the case. It's what, what you said. What yeah, I heard. I, what what you I, heard. Mean? I hope so. Let's see what we got in the chat. So I'm going to, oh, you got it. Validate, acknowledgement, allow breathing space, walk through the process. Yes, yes, you, yes. So, when is that next book coming out? Ah, that's right. I'm so mad. We're gonna do a dual release. Oh yes, yeah, dual. It's a dual book, I'm, and I can't good. wait. I can't yes, wait. And then, I can't and I can't wait to help get everybody on the Leaders Lounge Leadership. I need you to go to the podcast, Apple Podcast, and pull that up. You will be greatly blessed by it. Yes. While you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribe also to the Yolanda Cornelia Show. On Tuesdays, on the second Tuesday of every month, 7.60 yes. a.m. the gospel, 7.60 a.m. the gospel at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. You usually will hear the lovely Don Marie live. <laughs> and you hear Pastor Cornelius every Tuesday, correct? Every Tuesday, sometimes Monday and Thursday. So it is what it is. Yes. I'm just putting it right here. We're going to scroll it across. Because this is supposed to be a... Um, we're gonna we're gonna have this live too. I think it's so good. We have to, yeah. We're gonna show it there as well. So I will go ahead and uh, part two, y'all. Y'all get ready for part two and part. This is a part two and a three, and this, this is, is yeah. This is a part is. two and a part three because we really did never really under unpack feeling the energy. You talked about feeling the energy earlier. Talked about feeling the energy. Yes, yeah. we do. We yeah. have to. Uh, we have to uh, unpack that as well. Yes, feeling the energy and um, yeah, and helping helping our teams really move to 
strategically. Yes, strategically. Yes. So we will have. Lead it to me. Decide the still waters. It's strategic. Strategic. It is. It's all strategic. That's right. Oh, we good. And I'm grateful. Like, I'm really grateful. That my little Kango hat on. I said, I want to look a little different for the podcast. Yes, yes. You're looking I'm very excited. sharp, as always. And then Rust is, we're almost matching. We're kind of like in the same, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah we had yeah. I don't look as good as her, though, y'all. I'm sorry. I, was, I, don't, look, I don't look as good as her. But, uh, Even better. Uh, yeah, I'm working on it, Jesus. I work. It Driving 400 plus 99 and a half won't do. Won't do. That's right. <laughs> well, you are doing good. Fantastic, Pastor. Um, thank, thank you. you thank always you. for being so gracious and sharing space with me. I appreciate you always. And uh, I look forward to the next time because we are going to have a part two to this. Uh, right. And just put on there, um, you can run another banner. Put your podcast, Apple Podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. you want to do Apple Podcast so they can find it. And uh, we're learning this, y'all. I thank her for being a co-host. I thank you for allowing me this space today on the Leaders Lounge. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. And for those individuals that she's doing what she's doing on the production side, if you have not picked up the book, Agape, The Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership, you need to get this resource ASAP. If you don't have what would Barack do, you need to get that. It's not so much about Barack Obama, his philosophy and all of those things and his political affiliation. It's about the tactics of leadership. And I know somebody will hear what will Barack do and because they are totally Republican and conservative, they are turning him off, not understanding. No, it's not so much about him. It was about how he had to adjust his leadership. So That's the Leaders right. Lounge on Apple Podcast. Uh, and go, uh, go there. Mm-hmm. I'm putting yours too, Yolanda and Cornelius show. Yeah, so we're good. Yes, we are. We are. I just want to show this for the people because um, this I think it is to be over. Can we have both of them? Yeah, there we go. And the Yolanda Cornelius show. It's a podcast as well. Hold on one second. Let me see. It's on Apple as well, right? Hold on. Yeah. And then we, I got so many other things, but we're not. You ain't got to yeah. worry about everything this time. Yeah, we got so many things to talk about. We are. We will be back um, soon with another show. We may do next week to just kind of you know, depending on our schedules, to to give this some more meat because we need to talk about this and make sure that people are okay because some people are, um, you know, wounded and we still have not to okay. And it's okay not to be okay. Our arsenal with us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So thank you, sir. I we'll appreciate it. And we'll leave. Yes. And thank you. Have a lovely day on the Leaders Lounge. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Take care. I think I got a, a, a outro.